Hi there everybody, Ed asked me to chime in and let you know about me. My name is Dan and I am weird. But I don't see weird as a bad thing. Weird just means people marching to the beat of a different drum, not fitting into that hole that society wants to shove you into. On my show, The Power of Weird, I'm talking to people like me, the weirder the better. So when you're done listening to this great episode of the Dead America Podcast, come on over to thepowerofweird.com and start the descent into your weirdom. And remember, be the weird you want to see in the world. I'll see you next time on The Power of Weird. Let's take just a moment and reflect back to the time when Christ was hanging on the cross. He said the words, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. In today's episode, we're going to find out those words had a lot of meaning. And this man that we cover today, he did some extraordinary experiments, psychological experiments, to answer that very question for us. How we react to authority really matters. I'm Ed Waters. I'm the host of Dead America. And today, we're going to talk about Stanley Milgram. Let's not waste any time and dig into this week's episode of Dead America. Stanley Milgram was born August 15th, 1933 and died December 20th, 1984. He was an American social psychologist, best known for his controversial experiment on obedience, conducted in the 1960s during his professorship at Yale. Before we go any further, let's listen in to this audio clip. A decade earlier, Psychologist Stanley Milgram had also looked at how we respond to authority. In order to understand how people were induced to obey unjust regimes and participate in atrocities such as the Holocaust, he set up an experiment. Volunteers were told they were taking part in scientific research to improve memory. Would you open those and tell me which of you is which, please? Teacher. Teacher. Separated by a screen, the teacher would ask the learner questions in a word game and administer an electric shock when the answer was incorrect. He was told to increase the voltage with each wrong answer. Cloud. Horse. Rock. House. Answer. Wrong. 150 volts. Answer. Horse. Experiment. That's all. Get me out of here. Get me out of here, please. Continue, please. Go right The experiment requires you continue, teacher. Please continue. Participants didn't know that the learner was really an actor and the so-called shocks harmless. You're going to get a shock. 180 volts. Oh. I can't stand the pain. Let me out of here. can't stand it. I'm not going to kill that man, eh? I mean, who's going to take the responsibility if anything happens to that gentleman? I'm responsible for anything that happens here. Continue, please. All right, next one. Slow. Walk, dance, truck, music. Two-thirds of volunteers were prepared to administer a potentially fatal electric shock when encouraged to do so. 
by what they perceived as a legitimate authority figure. In this case, a man in a white coat. 375 volts. I think something's happened to that fellow in there. I don't get no answer. He was hollering a less voltage. Can't you check in and see if he's all right, please? Milgram's findings horrified America. They showed that decent American citizens were as capable of committing acts against their conscience as the Germans had been under the Nazis. What you just listened to was an experiment in 1963. That same experiment has been reconducted several times over the years. I found a more modern example of this experiment and I want you to listen to the more modern example. Let's listen in. 25 volts. He's in a lot of pain. Continue, please. But he's, he's, not, he's not comfortable. We must continue to the end of the experiment. Whether the learner likes it or not, he has to go on until he's learned the words correctly. Okay. Forest. That's wrong, 240 volts. Are you sure this is not causing any lasting damage? He sounds in, like he's in a lot of pain. Well, the shops might be painful. They're not harmful. What, what does that mean, though? They're not harmful. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting you. When you say that they they might be painful but not harmful. They cause no long-term damage. Okay, so what does that mean? That it doesn't leave any scars. It causes no damage. This seems very. That seems very cold and calculated to me. This doesn't seem like a very. Anyway, golden. That's wrong, mate. 300 volts. Staple. The options are diet, jar, balcony, and bowl. the learner doesn't answer in a reasonable time, say four to five seconds, then you have to treat the answer as wrong and follow that procedure. Did you hear that, learner? Just any response, mate, come on. Wild guess. Please continue. 345 volts, if you're still with me, I'm sorry. I can't do this, honestly. Can we stop this experiment? Because I can't do this. This, if I, you I, don't continue, we'll have to discontinue the experiment. <clears throat> yeah, OK, fine. That's fine. I'm not going to do this. Incorrect. 405 volts. <laughs> um... 
sorry, I don't know. Someone want to check on him or something? It's just he's not making any noise now, and he was before. And well, I'm quite happy to go on, but I'm just a bit worried about. If you would continue. Yeah, I'm just a bit worried because he was. Like, he, he was like complaining before about the. But no harm, no harm will come to him. But he's, he's not making any noise now. It's essential that we continue with the experiment. Balcony. Incorrect. 450 volts. You promise he's not. It, it won't. Please continue with the procedure. You say it hurts, but it's because it's like <laughs> it says they're dangerous in a shot. It'll be all right. Yeah. Please continue. think we'll discontinue the experiment there. All of the subjects were told the true nature of the experiment was to see how they would respond to authority and that it would eventually form part of this show. He is okay. I can tell you, yeah, he's absolutely fine. You actually weren't administering electric shocks to him at all. In the original Milgram experiment, psychologists were asked to predict how many people would continue to the point that they were administering the highest shock on the board. Their prediction was one-tenth of one percent. They were wrong. The results of our experiment were almost identical to the original. Over 50% of participants continued up to 450 volts. The majority of people will administer lethal electric shocks just because a guy in a white coat is telling them to. 450 volts. 450 volts. 450 volts. 450. I don't know about you, but I find that alarming that human nature will allow somebody in a white coat that says they are professional to alter the way you would normally conduct yourself. It's something to think about. Let's carry on with Stanley Milgram and find out more about this man and why he conducted such experiments. Milgram was influenced by the events of the Holocaust, especially the trial of Adolf Eichmann in developing the experiment. After earning a PhD in social psychology from Harvard University, he taught at Yale, Harvard, and then for most of his career as a professor at the City University of New York Graduate Center until his death in 1984. His small world experiment while at Harvard led researchers to analyze the degree of connectedness including the six degrees of separation concept. Later in his career, Milgram developed a technique for creating interactive hybrid social agents, which has since been used to explore aspects of social and self-perception. 
He is widely regarded as one of the most important figures in the history of social psychology. A review of General Psychology Survey published in 2002, it ranked Milgram as the 46th most cited psychologist of the 20th century. Milgram was born in 1933 in New York City to Jewish parents. His parents were Adel and Samuel Milgram, who had immigrated to the United States from Romania and Hungary, respectively during World War I. Milgram's immediate and extended family were both affected by the Holocaust. After the war, relatives of his who had survived Nazi concentration camps and bore concentration camp tattoos stayed with the Milgram family in New York for a time. His bar mitzvah speech was on the subject of the plight of the European Jews and the impact that the World War II events would have had on Jewish people around the world. He said upon becoming a man under Jewish law as I find happiness in joining the ranks of Israel, the knowledge of the tragic suffering of my fellow Jews makes this an occasion to reflect upon the heritage of my people, which now becomes mine. I shall try to understand my people and to do my best to share the responsibilities which history has placed upon all of us. He later wrote to a friend from childhood, quote, I should have been born into the German-speaking Jewish community of Prague in 1922 and died in a gas chamber some 20 years later. How I came to be born in the Bronx Hospital, I'll never quite understand, unquote. Milgram's interest in the Holocaust had its basis in what his biographer Professor Thomas Blass referred to as the Milgram's lifelong identification with the Jewish people. Author Christian Vermaglich wrote that Milgram, as an adult, had a quote, personal conflict as a Jewish man who perceived himself both as an outsider a victim of the Nazi destruction and as an insider as scientist." Unquote. Alexandra stated that Milgram's Jewish identity led to his focus on the Holocaust and his obedience to authority research. He shared this as well with Herbert Weiner, one of his obedience study subjects who noted after speaking to Milgram about the experiment that Milgram was very Jewish. I was Jewish. We talked about this. There was obviously a motive behind his neutral research. Milgram married his wife Alexandria in a ceremony at the Brotherhood Synagogue in Greenwich Village in Manhattan on December 10, 1961, and they had two children, Michael and Mark. 
Milgram's father worked as a baker, providing a modest income for the family until his death in 1953. By the time he was college age, his family had moved to nearby Queens. In 1954, Milgram received his bachelor's degree in political science from Queens College in New York, which he attended tuition-free. He also studied at Brooklyn College, where he received A grades in psychology of personality. And he applied to a PhD program in social psychology at Harvard University. He was eventually accepted to Harvard in 1954 after first enrolling as a student in Harvard's Office of Special Students. In 1961, he received a Ph.D. in social psychology from Harvard. He became an assistant professor at Yale in the fall of 1960. He served as an assistant professor in the Department of Social Relations at Harvard from 1963 to 1966 on a three-year contract. The contract was then extended for one additional year, but with the lower rank of a lecturer, most likely because of his controversial obedience experiment, Milgram was denied tenure at Harvard. In 1967, he accepted an offer to become a tenured full professor at the City University of New York Graduate Center and he taught at the City University until he died in 1984, at the age of 51 of a heart attack in New York City. It was his fifth heart attack. He left behind a widow, Alexandria, a daughter, Michelle, and a son, Mark. There's so much to know about Stanley Milgram, and I encourage you to go study this man, find out what this man studied and why he studied it. Very interesting individual and very aware of how the mind acts to obedience. I encourage you to find out more about that very subject. Personal accountability, it's very important in today's world. Make sure you educate yourself, get involved, and stay up to date with everything. Your world matters, and don't fall for a Milgram experiment. I'm Ed Waters, and that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Dead America. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And join us over on our website where you can find all of our media content. Get involved with our live show every weekday morning on CastBox at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's always exciting there too, folks. Get involved and join us next time for another great Dead America. Out.